Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have a really epic human here. We met on an epic, uh, an app, an epic, an app called Clubhouse. Um, and if you, I say it every time, and if you haven't downloaded that app, you're missing out because they're just incredible people, incredible entrepreneurs that are just wanting to level themselves up. And it's great communication uh, on that app. I have Joseph here, aka the tax deed. Um, extraordinaire, I will say. I'm going to pass you the mic, Joseph, and kind of do a little intro of yourself and we'll go from there. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for having me, Danielle. So I am Joseph, known as the Tax Deed Wolf, um, specialized in a property acquisition strategy that a lot of people are missing out on um, in the U.S. Whenever you own a property, you have to pay your property taxes. When you don't pay your property taxes, the local municipality will take your property. They're going to sell it at some form of auction or sale. We come into these sales, we get property for literally less than 60% of fair market value. Uh, We've gotten houses for $1,900, $3,000, $500. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of insane when, when people hear me talking about it, you know, it's, it's a crazy opportunity that a lot of people are missing out on. So I kind of want to get into like, what did, were you always into this field or did it kind of, did it just drop on your lap? Like, how did you get involved in this? Like. (laughs) Well, it hit me on the side of my head like a rock. Like it was right. (laughs) So I was um I started out in the army actually, right? I was National Guard and the army sent me, I was a medic and then they sent me to nursing school. So while I was deployed in uh OEF thirteen fourteen in Afghanistan, my squad leader had like stumbled across this video on YouTube and it's like, Hey man, have you ever heard about this tax deed stuff? And I was like, What? My first, you know, our first when anybody hears about it, I'm like, what kind of scam is this? Right. 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 <laughs> so um, he told me about it. I looked into it. I started studying it. And when we got back home in 2014, I I got my first house, but I used my VA loan. Right. I kind of mm-hmm. just put the tax sale stuff aside. And then one day when I finally became a travel nurse, I was just like, you know, I have some money. Like, what should mm-hmm. I be doing with this money? I'm nursing, you know, making good money. Where can I put this? And that's when I decided to dive back into this thing. And I started studying. I found this guy who had been doing this. The, their family had been doing this for generations. And he kind of was, you know, giving me, you know, some of the game about it. And what I did was I took it. I, I actually applied it and I scaled it. That's something that they weren't doing. They were doing one house at a time. Mm-hmm. He was rehabbing it then selling it then maybe doing another one. So I was like, I think I could actually use this to do more than what I'm making as a nurse. So I then scaled that you know, that blueprint and started doing like three houses a month, uh, selling empty land, 3000 turned to 20,000, 5,000 turned to 18,000. And then I was like, holy crap, if I left nursing, I could probably do a lot better with the time that I could focus on myself and growing this business. So at 29, I put in an early retirement form, my, (laughs) my managers and stuff. Um, you know, I was, I was assistant manager of the ICU at the time. They're like early retirement, 
where are you going? Don't lie to us. What, <laughs> what contract did you get? Who's paying you more? And I was like, no, I'm, uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving nursing. <laughs> and so, yeah, the rest was history. Uh, well, first off, I kind of want to honor you in the fact that you are the true definition of a worker and not a watcher, right? I was at a convention recently and Trent, uh, Trent Shelton was speaking and he was like, there are watchers and there are workers, and you are the true definition of a worker because you you saw what your vision was and you went for it and you didn't just watch it go. You didn't want just watch other people do it. You did it and you did it to the extreme. So what I want to get to, because I mean, going from, you know, tra- a travel nurse to this, was there a moment of, because travel nursing is not easy, right? Like, I mean, the hours are are crazy. So was there a moment of, like a, a little bit of a relief or is this a whole new like structure uh, and grind that you're, you're, you're now on? Oh, you know, they say success is not like a complete straight mm-hmm. hill battle, yeah. right? You can't take the elevator. You have to take the stairs. It was like a really crazy loop. But um, with the experiences that I was gaining, when I first decided this, I had actually had already been getting into core sales, right? I was doing, mm-hmm. I was doing clips and stuff as a nurse. And I already had like, you know, a few properties before I actually left. But I started selling my online course because people were like, how's he doing the stuff they wanted to learn? And so at one point I had sold a few, a couple of houses in a month and I had made, I had made like 15,000 that month off, off of like a couple of flips, small flips that I did. And then I had also made 15,000 from just course sales. Mm-hmm. And this was on a Saturday, right? This, the, the course sales was on a Saturday. And I was like, man, how many hours would I have to put in as a nurse to make this amount of money? And how many properties would I have to sell to make this amount of money that I just made from core sales in a day? And so people don't understand, you know, you can scale so much faster and so much quicker when it comes to core sales and and, and online digital products. Mm -hmm. I connected with a a partner. She had a Facebook page, 60,000 something people. So all it was, was a matter of one post that made me $15,000 in that same day. So how, can, you know what I mean? The, the knowledge was there. The, the the value was there. The blueprint is there. And all those students are still with us today, you know, buying, buying properties left and right. So it was a lot of uphill, downhill, figuring out how to market, right? Um, there's other things that real estate investors don't talk about that we always go through um, a certain flip that you you went in on, you were expecting a certain dollar amount. You didn't really get that dollar amount or the rehab, the contractor uh, ran off on you. You got to go get a new contractor. You know, there's just Airbnb tenant messes up your furniture. There's, there's so many little minor obstacles that do come into play. And, uh, you know, there's slow seasons, right? Money's not coming. One of your tenants leaves out of this house while you're a short-term rental. This one's also doing bad. You know, there's cash flow uh, decreases, right? We don't talk about that stuff often enough. But when you get through the storm, when you don't stop in that storm and you keep going, even if you have to drive slower, eventually you're going to get out of that storm. And that's all it took. Uh, My basketball coach in high school used to always say, true test of man's character. It's how they deal with adversity. And that's Mm. something that the army taught me a lot of. And that's something that so many of us are learning in real life that the world sucks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
Yeah, and it, and it definitely, it, it can be harsh, but you've got to mm-hmm. get through it. So now I kind of want to scale it back a little bit and talk about the basics, right? So if somebody's, you know, trying to understand the basics of, you know, maybe getting their first house and what's, what that entails with, you know, with your field, what are like the top tips that you can give those people? A hundred percent. So I'm going to break down what exactly the difference is before mm-hmm. I jump into that. But one mm-hmm. tip I will say off the top of my head is don't just learn tax deeds, right? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't ever just learn one topic, especially when it comes to real estate, because when we go into an entry point, regardless of how we acquire it, there may be so many different other strategic ways and how we're actually going to cash flow it and make money from it. So I encourage everyone to not just learn one topic. You kind of want to learn at least three to five acquisition strategies and then keep going from there. Now, when I say that, I want you to leverage what you have. My veterans out there, shout out to you all, salute you all. Mm -hmm. But my first home was actually purchased via VA loan and I didn't have to use any money down. I literally just got the keys. The seller paid the closing costs for me. Use what you have. That's one thing a lot of people don't think about. You can use your VA loan right now and get a multifamily, a triplex or or a quadruplex. And now you have a house to live in and the other tenants are paying your 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 uh, your mortgage for you and you're gaining equ- equity and you don't have to worry about that monthly payment because it's it's being paid by the monthly passive income. Now, when it comes to tax deeds, right, I'm giving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a whole ton of game here. You guys better be having a pen and a paper, 100%. <laughs> when it comes to tax sale, okay, there's tax deeds, there's tax liens, there's tax redemption deeds. There's so many other type of sales. It might be called a sheriff sale in your area, adjudicated adjudicated properties. There's so many different types of things that could be going on in your state. So step one, you're going to uh, you're going to figure out which type of state you live in. So if you live in a lean state, if Danielle owes three thousand dollars in her taxes, you know I could come pay that three thousand dollars, get a first lien position on her home, and to to get her property back or or, or wipe out that lien, she would have to pay me back with interest. Okay, so it's a it's a good investment because your money's growing. Now, in some states, liens actually just turn into deeds. So if she doesn't pay me back in time, now I have the deed. But guess what? That's not every state. In some states, there are actually deed states. You can go into an auction, and literally, when you win, the deed is yours automatically. That's states like Florida. Now, Florida does have lien sales too, so don't get confused. Whenever mm-hmm. you hear something, just know that you might not have the whole picture. And that's why I really want people to you know reach out to the tax deed wolf. Because we're the ones that are really going to help you out and help you uh, put the pieces together. Now, there are uh, tax redemption deed states like Georgia and Texas. It's kind of like a hybrid of both. You do win the property in an auction and there is a small redemption period with a whole lot of interest that they have to pay back. But if they don't pay it back, it's just it's understood that you're going to get that deed. Unlike a lien where I said a lien doesn't always turn into a deed, a redemption deed will always turn into a redemption deed when they don't pay you back. Uh, So those are the three types. Now, when it can I can I keep going? I don't. <laughs> you're you're on a roll. Keep going. Keep going. Keep right. going. So, how are you going to do this in your area? Um, you you figured out the difference. You know you know why this is going on. Now you're going to reach out to your county clerk of court. That's typically going to be your municipality. Now this could be different for some of you. Some of you might have to reach out to a, a actual attorney. Some of you maybe end up going to a sheriff. Uh, it's just completely different. But your county clerk of court will typically have the uh, the knowledge and the information that you need on who you need to reach out to. 
You go to your county clerk of court website. When you find that website, you are going to look for anything tax sale related, tax, uh, tax deed, tax foreclosure, tax redemption, share of sales, scavenger sale, whatever, something would do with taxes. Mm-hmm. You can't find that. You call them up. Their number's right there, right? You're going to get into their third-party site, um, you know, figure out what their rules are. It'll tell you typically step-by-step. Step. You're going to enter in this amount of money to be able to bid, you know, blah, blah, blah. You get into the auction and this is where, you know, the mentorship comes in. You need to know which type of assets that, that are good buys versus which ones are bad buys, if the, how to find liens, you know, how to sell them, what to do, how to clear the title on them, right? Because mm-hmm. these show ownership of land. Titles actually are with showing ownership of the structure on the land. So, you know, get with someone that knows what they're doing. So when you hear a title company tell you, oh, you have to wait three years, you know that that's not true because I've sold property in two weeks, right? So if you're mm-hmm. wondering how I do things like that, there are special partnerships, there are special title companies out there that can help you out for faster and cheaper, okay? You can get title insurance on some of these properties if they qualify and just a whole lot of game out there, right? Um that's tax deed investing. And I and I kind of just gave you a lot of steps. I didn't throw out a bunch of different websites. You know, there's websites like Bid for Assets that you can find properties on, civicsource.com in Florida. It's any form of county.realtaxdeed.com. So Jacksonville, Florida will be doable. I'll put, I'm going to put that in the show notes for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, well, yeah. So, so many websites for y'all. But uh, in, a, in a nutshell, that's, you know, that's tax sale investing. Well, first off, I want to let that breathe because I want to make sure that everybody that was has is listening really kind of understands everything that you broke down because that's that's a whole lot of gems. And there's also a lot of people that have like that give false information, right? And to and those red flags. So can you pinpoint some of those red flags for people to be aware of so they don't go in that direction? A lot of times, and and I hate to um you know, a lot of times they're not lying. They're just saying mm-hmm. their version of the truth. And that's okay. what the issue, that's really what the issue is. It's like a, a myth, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone says, oh, the redemption period is three years, it's an it's a misconception that you have to literally wait three years when you purchase, right? So to give you an example for, for all your, your listeners, mm-hmm. if you go to Alabama right now and you go to revenue.alabama.gov, uh, forward slash properties. There's literally thousands of properties right on that on that page, different counties and thousands of over-the-counter properties that you can get right now. So yes, the Alabama lien period is three years, but do you know that there's properties that are available from 2000 and those properties became liens in 2000? So in 2003, guess what? They became deeds. So if I get properties from that list and I'm going all the way back from anywhere beyond 2016, I'm getting deeds, right? Really, 2019, yeah. I'm getting deeds. So this is something that a lot of people sleep on because they, they avoid states because they think they're lean states. I mean, yeah, they are lean states, but lean periods could have started way beyond what the redemption period is in those states. So that's one of the main things that I would say where people lose out on. I mean, we're getting houses for $500, $1,000 because there's so many properties and people don't even know they exist. So my my next question for you with all of like the success that you're you're seeing in your business and where what's next for you right where where do you see it going like what's your next step Oh 
Good question. So many uh, goals, right? My mm-hmm. next step, um, to be honest, is it, it's still the same goal. I just wanted to create wealth for my, for not just me, the next generations. Like I'm literally not even creating wealth for just my kids. I'm creating wealth for their kids and their mm-hmm. kids and their kids. So the the step for me is just to continue to play this game of monopoly and continue to buy real estate. So I'm going to do a few multifamilies. Uh, I want a net worth of at least a billion dollars. Okay. A million, a million was not enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a million will ever really be enough. <laughs> the new, the new million is kind of 10 million in my opinion. Right. So yeah. So my, my plan is I want to keep doing this, you know, playing this game until we reach net worth of a, of a billion, at least a billion, you know, who knows what's going to come after that, but how you do anything is how you do everything. And, and you know, if you're overachieving uh, whatever field you get put into, you're going to, you know, you're going to succeed and you're going to thrive. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're just going to keep thriving in this, in this real estate realm. And who knows where, where we'll be if we keep this up. I love that vision because I think that's so important with any type of business that you're in is to have that big vision. And for those like people that are listening that hear you say, like, I want, I'm, I'm going to make that billion. I'm going to, you know, I see this big vision. They might not be able to see that yet. So what is, what is like, how do you see that big vision to help others see those big visions for themselves? One thing that we do, uh, my team, we have what we call meditation Mondays, right? Mm. I take my employees out um, and, and we go not now. Everybody won't be there sometimes, but my close ones, at least, you know, personal assistant and stuff like that. We'll go out and we'll go to nature, <clears throat> in the nature, ground ourselves and we'll manifest. Now, <clears throat> when we're manifesting, we don't just say affirmations, right? We're not like just saying, oh, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire, right? We actually envision this thing and we, we come up with steps on how we're actually hitting that, that goal. So for me, to give you an example, is I say I want a net worth of $20 million. All right, how can I quickly gain a net worth of $20 million? And effectively, right? <laughs> so for me, that's final multifamily deal that is worth XYZ that still has some, some value-add opportunities. And um, then I'm going to partner up with some solid business partners that can help me raise the capital to close this deal. And then we're going to close this deal after our value adds, we're going to purchase for 10 million. But once we fix it up and increase everything in five years, this property will now be worth 20 million. Right. So this is just an example of Mm -hmm. not just saying something, but also envisioning how you're going to do it. If you can't, if you can't see it, you're not wrong for not being able to see it. It's just, you may lack the mentorship in your life or the creativity, or you're not hanging around the right crowd enough to, for your brain to really think that creatively at the moment. So if you can't see it, you need to get around some other people who have seen it and actually done it. So now that you can see what they put into reality, that you could do it as well. That That's something that's like really changed my life. I task by task, the exact steps on how I'm going to achieve the things that we're going to achieve it's the alignment for me. <laughs> like, I, I feel like this is so important to what, what you just said is to align with the right people too, because there could, your circle could not be the right circle at the time. So it is important to, to align yourself with people that have those big visions as well. So you can support each other on your missions. So yeah, no, it's incredible. That's incredible. So I know that my listeners are going to want to like 
get into your DMs, want to communicate with you, please share like all your socials, anything that you have going on that people need to know. I'm going to put it all in the show notes for you, but share, share, share away. Oh yeah. Awesome. So to reach out to us on every platform, pretty much tax deed wolf uh, right now, the Instagram is tax deed wolf CEO. Um, tax deed wolf Academy is our website. You can find out a lot about, you know, our eBooks, our two day challenges that we host our uh, membership, our lifetime membership in the Academy so we're teaching a lot of things right now on, on various platforms. You might see a whole bunch of different tips. And even on YouTube, we have a YouTube, a verified YouTube channel. It's Tax Deed Wolf. And just drop in a ton of gems and education to help people out. What they don't realize is I can't just teach you tax deed investing, right? That would be like a slap in your face. There's so much more that goes into being a good real estate investor, understanding proper business structure. A lot of people think just opening up an LLC gives them you know, the best protection in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely not appropriate with that assumption, you know? So we're teaching proper business structure, how to protect your assets, how to use other people's money. Because, you know, I didn't reach my net worth with my own money. That's really important to understand that I positioned myself to be in the right place to then take, not take, you know, not steal, but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but to acquire and and raise this this capital. So, you know, we have a fund to give you an example, we raised about 200 something thousand dollars. And with that $200,000 in the price points that we got these houses, we created $2 million in equity, right? From just mm-hmm. 200 something thousand dollars turned into about $2 million in equity. And that's nuts, right? That is, that is definitely nuts. And you know how we did that. One of the houses is worth $400,000, but we acquired it for 15,000, right? That's how much in back taxes was owed. And a lot of people really don't get that. This is lucrative, very, very lucrative. Now, it might not be as quick as you like it, but if you can stay in the game for the long run, we're going to show you exactly how to how to leverage that, you know, the birth strategy, short-term rentals, all the above. It's a, it's a big old picture. It's not, you can't have tunnel vision and you can't stay in your comfort zone. You're going to have to jump up out of that comfort zone, get ready to take a few risks, right? You can't be scared to spend money because how are you going to be a millionaire? And you're scared to spend that even $5,000, not going to happen. Right. So what is it? I think Grant says scare money. Don't make no money. Is that what? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Scare yeah. money. Don't make no money. If mm-hmm. you want to be a millionaire, you cannot be scared to spend $5,000. It does not work like that. So you need to make educated, you know, risk and you need to think and, and make smart investments. If you don't have a mentor, how do you know if you're making a smart investment or not? Right. So hang around the right people. Your net, we've all heard it. Your network mm-hmm. is your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. We've all heard it. If you're not learning from the people around you, you're going to have to change your circle. You're definitely going to have to change your circle. I'm the, I feel like I'm the dumbest person in my circle, <laughs> to be honest. Same, same, same. And I, I can't tell you every time, especially in the rooms that we share on Clubhouse, like in the Morgan Syndicate every, every day, Monday through Friday, like I know, I know nothing about that whole the real estate and all of that. But I'm learning so much because I'm aligning myself with the right people who have that knowledge that when I need to know these this information, I have it in the bag. So Joseph, I just want to thank you so much for just taking the time to chat with me. And I, I can't wait to see where you go and your mission thrive. And I'm just kind of, I'm blessed to know you and I can't wait to meet you in person one day. <laughs> like I enough of this. Soon. 
<laughs> someday soon, a hundred percent. But guys, if you love this episode, please share it on social media, tag us. We'll show you back some love. But Joseph, thank you so much. Appreciate oh, you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bella Mel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.